Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 commercial-free minutes for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice, this is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, yesterday, the UK started giving out vaccinations, the Pfizer vaccination. They gave it to a couple of thousand people, including a 90-year-old woman who said, her name was Maggie Keenan, she said, it's history and the best thing that's ever happened. If I can do it, so can you. And I started to wonder how they picked her. And uh, there's just a lot to say about this. I started seeing rumors of her being a crisis actor online. I don't know if that's true I or not. Saw but even if too. she was, though, she still would be too. willing to get the vaccine. I think I'm not. I I did see that there there was a, one little item I noticed in my vaccine research was that older people potentially tolerate the vaccine better. You know, they say that about some things like some cancers and stuff. They actually are slower in older people because they don't have as strong a response. So they're not going to have. So maybe that is a reason they picked older people. I don't know. But one. But the big news was the there was a couple of allergic reactions. So it said one in a thousand people. So I guess they gave it to two thousand people because there were two people who got anaphylactoid not anaphylaxis reaction. And, uh, but that might be expected because both of those people carry around adrenaline shots or EpiPens themselves. So they were in a high risk category for an allergic reaction. These are healthcare workers that have yeah. this reaction. When I heard this on the news this morning, it was immediately followed up by the Fox anchor. So it was a British report. The Brit, their guy, Fox guy in Britain said, explained that it was the front page of the BBC, like, Allergic reaction. Be careful. The Fox News guy said, I talk, laughing, I talked to a guy, a guy who knows stuff. And he said that that this is nothing to worry unless you're already someone who gets severe allergic reactions. This is nothing, nothing to worry about. And in other news, many, many, many people died of covid today and on other days. Yeah. And that's what this is. This is a getting ahead of it tactic. This is a propaganda tactic that's been written about all the way back 100 years ago by Harold Laswell, who academics see as a pioneer in propaganda research in his book, Propaganda and World War. The tactic is when information is going to get out that you cannot contain, you can't prevent it from getting out, then you control when and how it gets out. And the, that is reflected in the way that this has been reported. The article that I saw talked about the reactions and then it talked about the new rules saying or the new recommendations saying that if you have a history of using EpiPens and reacting strongly, then you shouldn't take the vaccine. But then it, then it shifts to saying that's why you're hanging out in a doctor's office when you take it. You want to be somewhere where you can be revived. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> which makes me wonder, what about these drivers? Okay, so oh yeah. Well, no, let me finish the, the point here. Is by reporting on this story, by reporting on these allergic reactions, will only serve as yet another way to scare people. So the problem, according to this article, is not the reactions; it's the reporting on the reactions. I totally understand that. I'm sure that's what they're. But if you actually dig into the the what the professionals are saying, I have one quote here that says um, no effective medicine. This is a I believe it was a British official. No effective medicine 
doctor is without side effects. So you have to balance the risks and benefits. Right. That's what he says. So the in the same article, I read that one in a thousand people who receive the vaccination will get this severe reaction and require adrenaline or steroids so that you have to be where they can get that, where they're going to notice that and stuff like that. But now this they're talking about the Pfizer vaccine, which I think there were more details of the study released yesterday. I got went through some of them, but not all of them. But as far as the Moderna vaccine goes in the group that did not get the vaccine, 15,000 people so 15,000 people got the Moderna vaccine and nobody died of the people who got nothing, who got a saline shot, 15,000 got it. And one person died. Now, the risks and benefits cannot be adequately weighed without more details. But if one in a thousand people get a potentially life threatening reaction and only one in 15,000 people would die without any intervention, that that does not seem to make it crystal clear that this is uh, the win that cost benefit analysis. Yeah. And. In the Pfizer trial protocol, which was published on their website recently, it shows that people with a history of severe allergic reaction to any component of the study intervention were not able to take part. So they were excluded from being a part of the trial. So the people who they gave the vaccine to that had the reaction, they weren't allowed to be part of the trial, but they could be one of the first people to receive the vaccine. Why weren't they made aware? Why weren't they prevented if they already knew this? So we talked about this yesterday, I think, where only the super healthy were getting the were in the trial. Yeah. And at the same time, they're doing the trial on a population that isn't the population this is being unrolled in. So it's effectively untested for the general population, just for a highly curated subset of the population. What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 678- Six five three eight eight three eight. Yeah, I read through some of the exclusion criteria of the trial, the Pfizer vaccine trial. So the people that were not allowed to be in the trial, and a few of them are pretty interesting. One is the aforementioned having a severe adverse reaction, allergic reaction. Another, if you've received medication intended to prevent COVID nineteen. Which is interesting to me. It doesn't elaborate at all, but I wonder well, what this is medication is. Zinc? There's lots of controversy. Do I? How about supplements like zinc and stuff? That's part of mm-hmm. some of those protocols for treatment. I take zinc and I have a lot of zinc in my diet and I, people yeah. encourage you to he- eat those supplements sometimes. Yeah, I'm curious if the concern is that if people who have taken stuff to prevent them from getting it, they would not. It, they wouldn't get it, which the vaccine kind of causes them their body to mimic it. So maybe it would maybe it's so effective it would prevent that from working. Who knows? Every time I see more information, it fills in some of the puzzle that I don't get. And it, it is not usually going in the direction of, oh, that explains everything. For example, yesterday I was looking into the AstraZeneca one a little more and they had numerous trials. We're only hearing about the two big trials, I think, C. 
COVE-002 and COVE-003, which is the UK and the Brazil one. There was COVE-00, and those were the ones where in the UK, people got one and a half doses over two shot periods and that the placebo used were two meningitis vaccinations in brazil it was two full doses versus um one meningitis vaccine and one saline as the placebo so that's going to be important in a minute but the the o5 was in south africa and they used just a saline placebo so that would show you the vaccine versus nothing rather than these other ones, which is the vaccine versus meningitis. That study, they're not giving us the information on. It somehow disqualified itself. Well, that's information I, I know I would like to see personally. I'm sure a lot of, of other people would as well. A couple of the other type groups of people that were excluded from the Pfizer vaccine trial, people who had a previous clinical or microbiological signs or symptoms of COVID, a diagnosis, or people who have had symptoms of having COVID, which is strange because that really excludes a whole lot of people. Yes, I had highlighted that earlier when they were talking about the results. Remember I said, I don't know why they exclude the people who've had it before, why they're very vigilant about that. They tell you about it. I I have a theory, uh, perhaps, of why. In past vaccines, you can find a lot of this stuff from Robert Kennedy Jr. He talks about a lot of this stuff, is that people who've had it previously, if exposed to something similar again, could cause stronger immune responses. Yeah, it's called immune enhancements. I'm wondering if that is why, if that's what the concern is. I don't know. I'm curious. And here's the thing about immune enhancement is that immune enhancement affects similar but not the same pathogens. So if you had a specific like this year's flu pathogen and you suffered from a vaccine and you suffered from this immune enhancement side effect, similar flus in the future would get you to react to get a worse flu. Now, the vaccines or the PCR tests anyway, and I don't know what the vaccines are based on, but the PCR tests are based on an older version, uh, SARS-CoV-1, by the way, with some guesswork as to how to modify it to be closer to SARS-CoV-2. So it's really not – the test anyway is not strictly specified to this strain, this year's strain, whatever. So if the vaccines are similarly off target, then that any kind of drift – could exacerbate the immune, the likelihood for you to have a react to get to be exposed to something that would give you immune enhancement. So if the vaccine isn't spot on COVID, then COVID itself could be something far enough from the vaccine to result in immune enhancement in this environment. Yeah. One of the risk factors in this same document is the potential for COVID-19 enhancement with the rationale being that. that, Yeah. I'm telling you, I was just speculating on what I've read that that's how it would work. And what you're saying confirms that. Can I can I interject with some disingenuousness? Like they say they don't know what the hell is going. You know, they're like, oh, we, we still need more information. I've like them caught dead on. It says AstraZeneca has described the half dose results as the product of lucky error in calibrating dosages in the early stages of human trials, but it's still trying to understand the surprising results. So they're saying in one scenario, we gave one and a half doses 
And that seemed to work better in the trials than when we gave two full doses. Now, it was their previous desire to have it like that so that they could get more out. And I also think so that people who took the half dose first didn't realize how severe the reaction was going to be. And they do say the second dose can give you a more serious reaction. But they did the freaking trials differently, as I just described. The one that got the one and a half dose was compared to two meningitis vaccinations. So it looks more effective when compared to somebody who gets two meningitis vaccinations, but it could be that the meningitis vaccinations actually get people sick. That was speculated in Italy. So if they deliberately, as opposed to when they gave two full doses of the vaccine and compared it to only one and a half, uh, one meningitis dose. So they are being disingenuous and not saying they under, they, in saying they have no idea why these trials were different. Plus they were in different places UK, Brazil, those are very, very different populations. And I just, you know, they're blowing smoke. Yeah, a couple of other groups that were excluded from the criteria. And the reason I'm putting this out there is because if you're in one of these groups and you're thinking about getting the vaccine, I would consider the fact that they didn't allow your group into the trial before you get the vaccine and think about what the possible side effects might be. One group is immune compromised individuals with known or suspected immunodeficiency as determined by history or lab results, physical examination, which is basically that. all old people. You said that too. Yeah. Yeah. Another is if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. And another interesting one is Psychiatric condition, including recent or active suicidal ideation behavior or laboratory abnormality that may increase the risk of study participation. So I would take a look at this document if you're thinking about getting the vaccine and just see what the exclusion criteria was for the for the clinical trials. And and that might help you decide whether you want to get it or not. I I wonder what the demographics are, too, of the people trials, because if it's all going to. Yeah, if there if there are a lot of times these studies yield different results for different population groups based on ethnicity, um, even like social status, which can affect your nutrition, your lifestyle. They say that minority communities are more um, clustered around electrical, uh, central electrical wire, whatever, like um, the grid. So. Out of nowhere, just really apropos of nothing, <laughs> on this Wall Street Journal article with the headline, FDA says Pfizer shot is effective. It has a little quote here, just really out of nowhere. Anna Durbin, a vaccine researcher at what what university do you think she's a vaccine researcher at? John Hopkins. <laughs> yes. She's helping test the COVID-19 vaccine being developed by AstraZeneca. Yikes. Uh, she said it would see it would be important to see more participants of black people in future COVID-19 studies, vaccine studies. Uh, there's a lot of distrust in the black community around research in general, around yeah. research in general or around yeah. people sticking things they can't verify into their arms, given the history. Absolutely. This I is mean, all part of that propaganda research campaign. Inje- that's outrageous. This is all experimental injections. It's all part of the propaganda campaign that we deconstructed through the Council on Foreign Relations where they talked about how to counter the disinfo. Yes. We're seeing it roll out right now. That's our most recent one, and I think it's the best one. Do you love freedom? 
Does the daily news leave you shaking your head? Does mindless conformity give you the heebie-jeebies? Are you surrounded by people who just don't get it? Are you right now wearing clothes? You over there, yes, you. Do you like cool clothes? Well, meet the Rye Guys, makers of fun, freedom-loving t-shirts and more, quality products for independent thinkers, and other such troublemakers. We make each of our handcrafted tees with equal parts satire, mischief, and Rye social commentary. Put on one of our tees and you'll meet kindred spirits, share a laugh, and enjoy great great conversation. Take off one of our tees and, well, we're not here to judge you. We support liberty, peace, and voluntary solutions to societal ills. And you have our word, our products are never tested on animals other than sacred cows. So, stop by today at www.ryguys.com. That's W-R-Y-G-U-Y-S dot com. Ryguys.com. The Rye Guys. A rye wit for today's sh- they have a very funny new T-shirt called The Dystopian Dilemma. All, all their stuff's funny. It's worth looking at just because it's funny. But if you do want to buy something from them, put in the promo code PROP10 and you get 10% off as a Propaganda Report listener. Did you see the stuff about the vaccine passports? It's so crazy. Oh, I have one more thing to say about vaccines in general, but it's exactly what I've been saying the entire time. Wall Street Journal again. Restaurants, theaters and offices could reopen with confidence by admitting those certified as vaccinated. But they are going to uh, slow down before issuing something like wristbands, apps or certificates uh, that individuals can use to show if they have been immunized because requirements to prove immunity would raise pl- practical and ethical issues. So that's just that's just opening the door. It's definitely going to happen. I saw it coming a mile away. But there's something else that I see coming that's actually rather hopeful, I think, which is so for years, the pediatrician used to tell me to p- give my daughter Gardasil. And I said, you know, I don't like the studies out long enough, whatever. I got my kids all the other vaccinations and he gave me a hard time. He would make fun of me, basically. And then I I pointed out one time, or maybe I even sent my book, I don't know, that Japan, that I had read, true or not, but I had read that Japan had taken Gardasil off of its schedule of recommended vaccinations. And I don't know what happened since the time I saw him and the next time I saw him, but he never suggested or gave me a hard time again about giving my daughter Gardasil. And I thought, you know, same thing could happen here with these vaccines is that, yes, they'll push, they'll get everybody out there. And then if there are like worldwide disastrous whatever and people start freaking out and it looks like there is going to be like some crazy liability or, you know, they just they might back off a little bit. So if you like my guy, like the thing I was reading yesterday about, can your employer force you to do it? The lawyer was saying, just I tell my clients to wait 90 days after a significant number of the population is vaccinated before you make an a company wide policy about it. And I would say, wait 90 days after either significant numbers out there or someone, you know, personally has gotten it. Wait 90 days and just see if there's a big backlash or if at least they ease up on it being mandatory or whatever. I mean, you can do things that feel like you might as well, or you can just wait and see how it affects the people who are first movers. They want to be first movers. If it's voluntary, there's no ethical question about waiting. A little ethical when they're excluding people from a vaccine trial and then giving the vaccine to those very people, first and foremost. That's unethical. But I'm saying it's not unethical of you. To oh, yeah, wait. of course. Absolutely. It's smart, I think. In my opinion, it is. Did you hear about YouTube's new policy? 
They no, sent out no, not another a message one. today. Says our policies disallow content alleging that widespread fraud or errors change the outcome of a historical U.S. presidential election. We allow this type of commentary for current elections as election officials work to finalize counts. December 8th was the safe harbor deadline for the U.S. presidential election. States need to resolve at contested elections by then, and enough states have now certified the election results to determine the president-elect. As such, starting today, we will remove new content uploaded on or after December 9th, alleging that widespread fraud or errors changed the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. How much do you want to bet that if rather than suggest widespread fraud... You suggest highly targeted, specific fraud that could change a few critical districts. I think that that would probably still get removed. I think think so, too. Because they go on to say, for example, we will remove videos claiming that a presidential candidate won the election as a result of widespread software glitches or counting errors. So you can't even can't even talk about what's going on. You cannot or, or talk, talk about, about it being there, there being accidents, and the the fact that they're citing December eighth as some red letter date. I know it's it has to be. It, there is a congressional procedure to finalize this. Yeah, I mean, who determined no, the December eighth date? What, and what Gore didn't give up till after December. What 8th. official authorities does that date? come with well it's just that it is the date that they set in the electoral count act or something in anticipation of counting electoral votes officially on december 14th but even that isn't a a congressional acknowledgement of the new president i mean it is a congressional activity that's all there is to it yeah and it is and but before that it is a state-by-state activity which is why i think this texas thing the guy has no standing whatsoever and i don't think that's going to go anywhere it is interesting that they will just remove the video right now if you upload it however beginning january 20th after inauguration day if you continue to upload content like this you will then get a strike so they're not giving you a strike right now they're just really? removing it i didn't know i got a strike and they just said they were very specific about it so who knows yeah who knows oh speaking of texas so I did throw up a flag when Rogan moved there. And people are a little, little bit scratching their heads. I think Rogan has been chappelled. So, you know, it, that's why I think that's a red flag. World Economic Forum has some like sustainable health city initiative there, Jersey City and Mumbai. So it's like one of three targeted cities from the World Economic Forum. So it's on their radar. I think it's like a circle in the drain. And then Elon Musk announced that he was moving or moved to texas which as the second richest guy in the world i'm not sure how much time he spends in his tax haven residence state because there's no income taxes in texas like everybody should have their quote main residence in texas but he of course makes it seem like he's some kind of character somebody what's the word picaresque he's some picaresque character What's which i think mean? means like adventurous and kind of mischievous or uh, i don't know i've been called picaresque so i've looked it up a few times but anyway so he wants to give this image of um being that guy but it but it, if anything is what you see is what you get i would say it's simply a tax decision 
Yeah, and he's probably got a house, as you mentioned before the show, and and wherever he wants. So many, I'm sure. Yeah. I doubt he's giving up any place to go in L.A. Yeah, yeah. There was a FDA warning that came out against wearing mask with metal during MRIs after oh. a patient was burned, and they had a burn mark on their face wow. that showed. Like if you wore a mask when you're out sunbathing and you took it off, that's what the burn reflected on the person's face. And they have metal in them. Some of them you don't realize it. The little pieces where you pinch on your nose and some some particles down in the front of the mask. Not every mask, but my dad had to get an MRI recently and they made him wear a mask. I was like, you had to wear it inside the MRI? And he was like, yeah. You know, Molly has that MRI die.com. So I just think it's good to read that before an MRI. But she's probably she probably knows all about this mask thing. I never would have thought of it because I didn't. You know, I didn't. Some of the masks don't have metal in them. I never imagined them wearing masks during an MRI. It was surprising to me. Yeah, who's sticking their face in your face when you're getting <laughs> blasted by magnetism? Now, I don't have to tell you or anyone listening that the news is biased. All news is biased. Whether intentional or unintentional, there's always at least some level of bias in the news that we consume. And this bias does impact how we see the world. Fortunately, Ground News is making it a lot easier for us to quickly recognize this bias. Ground News is a new app that provides readers with objective data about the underlying political bias in all published news stories. It's the first ever news comparison platform. Here's how it works. Ground News collects data from over 50,000 news sources and runs a real-time media bias tracking. Then, the coverage bias rating is visually shown alongside the story. For every story that you read, you can compare how reporting differs across sources with different political biases and see if the coverage of the story skews more to the left or more to the right. Now, Ground News represents a larger movement of people who are fed up with traditional, highly politicized news. No one wants to be spoon-fed ideas or subtly influenced in covert ways. What Ground News does is gives the power to the people so that you can make up your own mind. If you want to learn more and try out Ground News for yourself, and I highly recommend that you do, head on over to ground.news slash prop. That's ground.news slash prop and enter the code prop that's spelled P-R-O-P in all caps to get one month free of Ground News Pro. And as an exclusive limited time offer, listeners of the Propaganda Report will get 20% off Ground News premium membership. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to ground.news slash prop and start judging the truth for yourself today. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about the latest package coming out of D.C., coronavirus package, whatever they want to call it. Another oh, the stimulus? I, I don't even know. Stimulus. What is it? Stimul- like Byron points it out to me. He's like, what is it stimulating? They shut down production. I, what is it? What is it? It's just buying stuff off the shelves. I don't know. But anyway, it's a, bill- a trillion dollars. They make it like 900 and something billion. So you don't like call it a trillion, but it's another trillion dollars. And we are not even three months into the fiscal year. And there's always a trillion dollar deficit anyway. This is probably on top of that. So we're probably up to two trillion. Did they already pass this it? Year. Did they pass some legislation? No, but they're going back and forth and they probably will. But there was one part of it that I thought was interesting. So they they're kind of taking out the unemployment part and just but still giving you the UBI like a $600 uh, check then the but the the things they've been quibbling about McConnell did not want to give state and local subsidies and he did it and he wanted to give businesses a liability shield so I want to tell you about those two things 
the state and local, I don't want them getting state and, state and local subsidies. I don't want the people getting subsidies either because the blue states that are making cutting, shutting down production and all that worse than the red states are getting subsidized by this. And I don't like that. It makes people, it always disconnects these kind of things, smoothing things over disconnects decisions from consequences. So I don't like that. And then the other thing though, about the liability, I actually dug into this a few weeks ago or a couple of weeks ago, because McConnell was saying he wanted a liability shield. And I thought the liability was going to be against um, that w- healthcare workers would have, or any kind of health decision would have a shield against liability for making bad health choices. Uh, or maybe that there would be a, um, that a business would be not liable for any damage caused by forcing you to get a vaccination, even if it did cause damage, if that was the recommendation. That kind of liability shield is what I'm worried about. But what McConnell was pushing was that businesses should have liability shield against getting sued for somebody catching COVID on their premises. And that in itself was probably unnecessary because there are factors to being liable for stuff like that. Like you have to use common sense. You have to have, um, have a reason you have to be reckless kind of stuff like that. So, but anyway, so what, what he was trying to do is think, so I never thought for a minute that he was, they were really going to, or I was happy that he was doing it, whatever, really going to give businesses a liability protection against you getting COVID. Like it's just, makes too much sense so of course like that's the first thing to go and mcconnell stopped fighting for it and he said hey we're gonna have another one of these bills as soon as biden takes office right after the first of the year maybe even so we'll have another chance to uh get that liability shield in place so it it, to me it was just him trying to seem like republicans are on the right side of things, but they totally gave it up. And that's a big problem because if, if the businesses, and I bet the whole liability discussion flips so that I think now that the liability thing is a good thing because it's going to shield businesses from you making your own personal choices. But my guess is that the next liability shields will be the opposite where maybe a business only gets shielded if it requires a vaccination or something like that. So I would really want to watch out for the liability shield issue will really, you know, those liability is what I think is one of the greatest influences on behavior out there so the details matter absolutely on the china war front there's been sanctions u.s state department has announced new sanctions against 14 officials in china's top legislature over their involvement in creating a controversial national security law imposed on hong kong they will all be banned from traveling to the u.s along with their families and any assets they hold in the u.s will be blocked so more more conflict with China in the news on a daily basis. Well, the whole Swalwell Fang Fang thing is gotten to tabloid proportions. So yeah. I kind of got tired head over that kiss, one. Kiss kiss fang fang. Yeah. Uh I do want to say one more thing before we move on to the patron fifteen. Biden's pick for Secretary of Defense. What was his name? Maybe Lloyd Astor or something like that. He first African-American, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, he would be the first African-American secretary of defense because what Colin Powell was a uh, secretary of state, I think. But here's the problem. We're supposed to have it was extremely intentional for us to have civilian control of the military. 
And I was alarmed by the fact that Trump's first act as president was to get to sign legislation that waived that so that he could put General Mattis, who had not been seven years out of the military as required, into that position. And this would be the same. Biden's basically probably first act would be to to give control of the military over to the military or at least somebody who's pretty close to the military. I mean, you're really not supposed to have that. What impact could that have? Well, you don't want the military to be in control of the government. I think the idea is that it sets up the possibility for a coup. I think that would be the idea. Now, maybe people think that's a good thing. That's the whole like... General Flynn is Q theory is that Q somebody, a patron pointed this out to me. Help me think of it this way. Q is a psyop. It's a deep state psyop. It's just there are two deep states. There's the good military that's trying to keep the Democrat pedophiles out of power. Right. And I remember when Obama was in office, I had a caller on WSB who said he called for a coup on my show. He's like, like, I hope people in the military are listening because we need to remove this guy. Wow. So if if the guy, you know, if the Secretary of Defense So there's a good deep state it, and a bad deep state. That's the Q theory. Yeah. Like benevolent dictator theory. So it sounds similar to that to me. If it's dictators are bad, if it's the other guy, it's good if it's your yeah, guy. I think that's right. And the patron fifteen. I gotta be honest with you, I've got a, a few things to talk about. <laughs> I I've got a few things that, got. Cra- things that were considered crazy until 2020. That'll be fun. I've got uh, a little Olivia Jade. And what do Thomas Jefferson and George Mason have in common right now, today? Interesting. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every week afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMV, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. We also do patron parties and lots of other fun stuff. You can also find our deep dive podcast where we look behind the curtain and deconstruct panel discussions from the controllers who are talking about how they're going to shape the world. That's rockfin.com. And we will talk to you in the patron 15 or tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.